KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, brought to you by Ford. Built for Texas. Built for you, the executive vice president of your Dallas Cowboys. It is Stephen Jones. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Now, I know we're, we're going to get to the game, and I know it was a hard loss. I was going to say it sounds like we're getting some positive news in terms of the medical condition of Leighton Vander Esch. What can you tell us on that front? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think so far what we've gotten uh, is positive in terms of, uh, you know, not being uh, re-injuring his uh, prior injury to his neck, which was what the concern was. And uh, it looks like he's avoided that. Uh, you know, we're going to have to work with him this week and see, uh, you know, how much time he's going to miss. Uh, probably will still miss sometime, but uh, the prognosis right now, albeit early, is that uh, he'll be able to come back and play this year. The a lot of a lot of uh, fans and other people have given him kind of a tough time this year for not having a lot of splash plays, but he's been a pretty steady player for this team. How much do you think he was missed on Sunday? Yeah, I, I think he was missed. I mean, he's kind of uh, you know he quarterbacks that defense out there and just does a great job uh, with his consistency. And you know it uh, you know required Demone and Barr had been split in time, uh, you know, at our other outside backer and. You know, they had to step up and uh, certainly uh, fill in there and, you know, did a, did a nice job. But uh, I think we certainly missed Leighton. Same kind of basic question in terms of Jonathan Hankins. I know he hasn't been here a long time, but it seemed like since he got here, the run defense had looked better. Yeah, no question. I mean, that's why we brought him in here was to shore up the run. He's obviously one of those big bodies uh, that Dan likes to refer to, but uh you know, we, we still had a good group of guys in there, and you just have to give Jacksonville credit. They had a, a unique game plan. Uh, I think everybody who watched the game saw it. I mean, they were doing a lot of, uh, you know, qu- reverses and getting the ball outside quick and getting the ball out quick. But, uh, you know, still no excuse. We've got to, uh, you, know, you know, as we play through these games here at the end, we've been, you know, at times playing really good. And for basically through three quarters, we, you know, played – real well most through most of the third and then you know the inconsistency hits so we've just if we want to be the team we're going to want to be in the playoffs then uh, uh and as we come down the home stretch here then you know we've got to take those inconsistencies out of our game well and that is kind of something i'm interested in is like i mean i think a san francisco would look at the game plan the jaguars had and say we can execute something like that and I feel like there are some other teams out I mean, Philadelphia for, for two that might look at it and say, we can do that against the Cowboys. How, how do you make those adjustments for the kind of misdirection stuff that they were throwing at you on Sunday? Well, that's uh, certainly, uh, you know, I have a ton of confidence in Dan Quinn and his staff and certainly Mike, uh, you know, certainly the way uh, Mike McCarthy. But, uh, you know, uh, they've been in this league a long time and they know, you know, as you start to have success as a defense, people are going to look for different ways to attack you. The week before, we saw a different uh, type of attack from Houston uh, when they pulled their practice squad quarterback up and, you know, did a lot of run, running the football with the quarterback. So, you know, that we've got to be prepared for that. People aren't going to let us just, uh, you know, continue to do what teams have done where we've had uh, a tremendous amount of success, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. But, I have complete confidence in uh, our defensive staff and know we're going to continue to make the adjustments we need to make. What did you think about the play of the offensive line yesterday, and did you see the progression that you wanted to from Tyron that he can be you know, the full-time starter at right tackle as needed and not have to kind of rotate? 
Absolutely. I, I think it's like anything, got to get in a rhythm. Uh, certainly he's taken that one step further, you know, with his, uh, you know, attempt to move, I mean, not his attempt, with his move over to right tackle. Uh, but uh, I think he's only uh, going to get better. But I thought he played really well. Uh, and I uh, think, you know, as we move forward, he should just, uh, as I said, continue to improve. And, you know, it uh, lets us move the least amount of people. We keep Tyler where he's been, Connor McGovern where he's been. You know, everybody uh, moves to where they are. And then, of course, it's great to have a guy like Jason Peters and a ball behind them if, if we need some help. But uh, certainly thought they had a uh, – I thought they did a good job yesterday. Well, and go back to the defensive side of the ball. There were a couple of plays that Kelvin Joseph just kind of uh, kind of got taken advantage of there, and they go to Nashawn Wright. And I was kind of curious your, your feelings on how both of them played and what you feel about the cornerback position right now. Well, I think going in, we've always said that the biggest deal with, uh, you know, with Kelvin Joseph is consistency. And uh, uh, certainly a uh, little bit of that was the problem yesterday. I think he's, uh, you know, at times can be inconsistent. He hadn't had a lot of time on the job starting as our, our, our corner. Uh, you know, I think it's a work in progress. And thought when Nashon was given the opportunity, obviously he hadn't had many, but stepped up and, uh, you know, he's a physical long corner and, you know, we just have to continue to grind out there. I, you know, you, you miss A.B., but that's part of our game. I mean, he's he's not going to be back with us this year, and we have to continue uh, to get better uh, as a group over there. Of course, we brought in a corner uh, last week and uh, just feel like, uh, you know, as uh, you know, our, our personnel department, we always try to do is continue to look for ways uh, to improve ourselves there. But uh, as I said, I have a c- complete confidence in this defensive staff that they'll make the adjustments. We feel good uh, about the group. I know Dorrance had a, uh, you know, had his, had a knee situation there. Hopefully he's going to be uh, recovered from that. Looks like he will uh, and be ready to go. So, uh, and ultimately Leighton will too. So we just, uh, you know, injuries are part of this game and we have to respond. And I know our, uh, I know our defensive staff will do everything they need to do to, uh, you know, make the adjustments they need to and put the people uh, the best players in the right spot for us to win. I know you had said Leighton still might miss some time. When you just said you think Dorrance will be good to go, is that bigger picture or like he might be good to go for the Philly game? I mean, we'll see for sure uh, how, how that works out. It's You know, we just got in, got in here this morning sure. and working through it all morning long, and uh, we'll just see how the week progresses. Uh, it's early to, to just say for sure who's going to exactly do what, but, uh, you know, overall – uh, I would say health-wise, the overall pro- prognosis of the, uh, you know, of the game uh, is is not something where you look like we're going to miss a guy, you know, out for the season. We're talking with Stephen Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan. When we were talking with Kelvin about Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright, I, I was kind of curious, like twofold, is could there be like a competition between them this week? And then with the new rules of practice, is there even time? for like a positional competition on a week-by-week basis? I mean, those are all things that uh, obviously our coaching staff are going to address. We've got some staff meetings this afternoon that will get kept abreast on, on what the strategy is. But uh, as I said, I mean, we've got complete confidence in um, Mike and uh, his coordinators, Kelvin and uh, – I mean, Kellen and, and Dan and, and Bones do their work and, you know, have complete confidence in this staff that uh, – you know, they're going to put our players in the best position to have success and uh, that we'll make the adjustments we need to make uh, to get back uh, to get back on our winning track. 
late in the game, in the I believe it was at the end of the fourth quarter, there was a drive where you pretty much had a chance to seal it if uh, you get a first down. And there were two runs early, and then the big throw downfield. Do you know quite exactly what they were trying to accomplish with that drive and with that throw specifically? Were they did Dak change something at the line there? Do you do you know exactly what happened there? No, I'm not sure yet. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, anytime calls work, it's brilliant. And every time, you know, something doesn't work exactly right, then you know it gets second guessed. But uh, uh, certainly, uh, uh, you know, when you're in this game and it's down close at the end, then uh, you know that comes with the territory. I know our coaches know that, know our players know that. But uh, no, I'm not aware if Dak. Uh, you know, checked into anything exactly what the uh, call was. I'm sure Mike and uh, and Dak and, and that crew are the right guys to address that. We talk with you a lot about, like, competition committee stuff over the years. I was curious. I know this is not exactly competition committee, but what did you think about the report, or what can you tell us about the idea that maybe the NFL would push the trade deadline back a little bit? Would you be in favor of that, and what all goes into that? Well, I'm certainly not against it. Uh, you know, what goes into it is just a, you know, a full body of work of seeing what the unintended consequences are. I know we all know why, you know, the, the deadlines there. It's so, you you know, as you get further into the season, it gets clearer and clearer who's going to be out and who's going to be in. And, you know, you worry about people, uh, you know, maybe uh, taking less for players. So, so you want the competitive situation uh, to stay intact. So the unintended consequences uh, – which is always the key phrase, phrase uh, used on the competition committee, uh, will certainly come into effect here as we uh, look into that. But, uh, you know, as we should everything, uh, anything that comes up that uh, is a question mark that we feel like we can make the game better, uh, we'll go into great detail and see, see what we think is uh, in the best interest of the game uh, as we move forward. Steven, this team has now clinched a playoff spot. And I'm you kind of this might be a good opportunity to sit back and say, okay, let's refresh and look at what else we can do. What do you want this team to be more of or better at by the time you get to the playoffs? I think the biggest thing is consistency. I mean, we've all seen this team starting back at the Minnesota game, uh, where we played a full game, and then uh if you take uh you know, Indy and Houston and then uh, Jacksonville at times, we played at really high levels. And uh, I think it's just playing consistent uh, from start to finish. I think we're cleaning up some things that we wanted to clean up in terms of uh, penalties, in particular pre-snap penalties. Uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, we'll always continue to stress that we have to protect the ball on the offensive side and we need to get, uh, you know, make plays on the ball and create turnovers on the defensive side. But you know, the bigger thing is just consistency. As I said, through most of the third quarter, we played, uh, you know, at the, you know, really high end at the top of our game uh, in terms of uh, how we were playing. But then we, uh, you know, had the inconsistencies there at the end of the third and, uh, you know, the fourth quarter. Uh, certainly had every opportunity to win the game, but uh, we didn't finish. So uh, I think all those things are things that as we head down the home stretch is just uh, – playing consistent through fourth quarters. Obviously, that's a, something in the NFL that's hard because the other team pays their players. They have good coaches, and you are going to have uh, moments in games where you're, uh, where you're challenged. So uh, we have to you know, figure out how we do even better uh, as to how we work through those challenges. But uh, certainly I know that will be at the top of uh, 
you know, talking to Mike after the game and Dan after the game and Kellen, they want to, uh, you know, certainly bring more consistency, uh, you know, to the games as uh, we move down the home stretch and uh, get ready for the playoffs. Did you even did you get a chance to kind of celebrate the the fact that you're in the playoffs, or you're like, no, that's, that's that's there's unfinished business. No, there's a lot of unfinished business, and certainly, uh, you know, coming off a game where you felt like you played well for most of it, and then you uh, end up, uh, you know, not not getting the W, then uh, you know, I think that uh, you know is an eye opener, and we have to uh, uh, hopefully, uh, I don't not hopefully, I know uh, our coaching staff and our players will respond in a positive way, and uh, you know that'll be. Uh, you know, a little uh, fire under everybody's uh, rear end. Uh, uh, not that it wasn't, but to uh, continue to uh, press for that consistency. Just for future reference, if you want to come on the show and say light a fire under their ass, that is perfectly <laughs> acceptable in this in this venue. The uh, the last thing I got for you, it's another league wide issue. I'm just hoping you can give me insight. Is the NFL sent out the memo to all the franchises that in the last five years, $800 million has been spent on fired coaches and front office executives. Like, what is the point of a memo like that? Like, what is the message they were trying to get across, or what message did you take from that and the Cowboys take from that? You know, I just think it's always uh, information. And, uh, you know, as to uh, what's going on around the league, we obviously have a great feel uh, for what goes on with the Dallas Cowboys, but we don't. I have a great feel for uh, what's going on other than you do know when a coach gets uh, let go or uh, his coach and his staff get let go because we've unfortunately had to do it before uh, that you end up, uh, you know, having that money sitting out there that you still owe, uh, you know, those coaches. So, you know, I think the bigger message there is uh, just to let everybody know uh, what's going on in our league and, uh, you know that as a league office, that's their job. Uh, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's marketing uh, uh, in terms of sponsorships and tickets, whether it's uh, the business side of uh, uh, what we do as a league, whether it's uh, you know on the field and and uh, coaches and players, I think all that stuff is uh, you know just educational and uh, and it's uh, part of the role of the NFL. Well, we appreciate the time, win or lose, very much, good sir. We'll catch up with you next week. Sounds great, guys. Great being on. Have a hope you have a happy holiday. Yeah, absolutely. Holiday Same to you. Thank you very much, Stephen Jones, right here on one hundred five three. The fan. I know people are frustrated, and you can hear some of the frustration there. But also, it has not changed the level of confidence. I know it's changed a lot of the fans' level of confidence, and I get that. I'm a fan too, but at least publicly, they're not saying it has changed their confidence at all, which I have to admit would be weird if he is like, we're screwed. After week one when they lost their quarterback and he was like, not time to panic. And then after this week, he's like, you know what? We just should fold it up. Yeah, I would be surprised <laughs> if that was the public statement. Like inside the star, I'm sure <laughs> they say different things. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Like what words do you think? Like he, wa- he didn't say ass and I appreciated that. <laughs>